Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Wagwan. Wagwan. <laughs> First, well, this is a podcast dedicated to Jamaica. Jamaica. Our first vacation together, mm. but more importantly, Jake and Betty's wedding together. Wedding, yes. Uh, a couple housekeeping items here. Mm. First of all, how do we sound? <laughs> I think we sound pretty good. I think good. we got it figured out here. I mean, we chickety checked ourselves. Audio right? extraordinaire, Jessica. Oh, yeah. Figured out turning the microphone sideways might be best. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to get a second pair of eyes on it. Or ears. ears. Thank you. It's good. So, still no name for this podcast, though I <laughs> actually think we're getting close. It's nothing to it's do with itching. jelly. It's got nothing to do with any sort of dinner time. No. I thought I had a good one in figs and jigs because your fig and maple company... Mm-hmm. And my affinity for building jigs for cutting or powdering <laughs> things at work, but I don't want to work related. This is totally oh, yeah. separate from well, our then work. It certainly things. can't be figs or jigs. So now we're left with the Lionsgate Diaries. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Well, we'll just we'll we'll throw it out there, Lionsgate Diaries, mm-hmm. and we'll just see what the fans want. Because yeah. after all, this is not for us. It's not about us at all. <laughs> it's for the fans. And when I say <laughs> fans, I mean... All eight of you. A very select few people <laughs> in both of our families who enjoy listening to mm-hmm. us banter mm-hmm. every now and then. But let's see if they like it. Yeah. I like I like Lionsgate Diaries. It's kind of cool. I like, I like it too. Yeah. Well, that's two important people. So this episode will be heavily focused on our... Jamaican trip, which we've been building up since we started this podcast. Yeah. Um, but building first, up and now recovering from. Now, and <laughs> yes, we're a week removed mm-hmm. from our trip back. And yeah. I feel like it took me all week just to sort of, I don't know, I kind of feel like I was not reeling this week, but um, I don't know if I had everything at work. Your you know, muscle memory was not. I had to get. Same. I wasn't in the groove. I had to yeah. get back into the groove. Like you can only. You can't be on a beach for seven days in a row <laughs> yeah. and then come back and be a high efficiency weapon at work. Yeah. No. But, Turn around every corner looking for your next drink. That's or right. At work a, or at the where's beach? Where's a snack? Oh yeah, you're talking <laughs> about the beach. No, I mean when you're at work, you're thinking about. If there's going to be a bartender around the yeah. corner passing well, I you just, a I just kept putting things down. Vodka pineapple. Kept putting things down and forgetting where I put them. Mm. Where if that was at the beach, if I put a drink down and forgot where I put it, I just get, you just another, get one. another one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, so we'll get back into Jamaica. But for, I think we should share <laughs> our day today, the planned power outage day. Yeah. Which we've known about for weeks and weeks and weeks. Weeks and weeks. I feel like I just sent you the message for the power outage like two days ago. I know, but I knew about it before. Oh, you did? Okay. I did not know about it until I saw the sign. Yeah. So, plan. I don't know what Thanks was going on. A pole replacement. <laughs> pole replacement or something, but the BC Hydro 
told us that the power was going to be out all day long. So Sunday we, morning, eight thirty a.m. to eight thirty p.m. Yep. Yeah. What a day! But we made the best of it. We got up early huh? and made yeah. our coffees and breakfast before the power went out. Yeah. Charged up all of our computers and phones before the power went out. Yep. Case I of went, further emergency. I went to <laughs> soccer this morning. I did. Our last game of the winter season. Uh, we got our butts kicked, but... You team, showed up. But... The team we played was the top team in the league, and we have to be, if not the bottom, very close to the bottom. But it was fun. It was a good run. You showed up. So We counts. were there. Yep. Is anybody in charge of bringing the oranges at halftime? No, because there's no there's no moms. What? It's just a bunch of dads. And what is this? You can I can't be. You can set oranges. a precedent for everybody else. Yeah, I suppose I could, but strong male role model. That's what you're all about. That's what I am all about. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it in the. So we're playing in the summer as well. I feel like mm, summer is more. Definitely orange. need oranges. Summer is more orangey for sure. Yeah. Uh, on the way back. Because we didn't have any water boiling facilities, I brought us a tea and a coffee that we enjoyed. It was very nice. I absolutely did nothing while you were away. And I was here. I worked on some things, but while Kelly was busy playing did. soccer, You probably I did things, but you don't think it amounted to anything. Yeah. Yeah. That is probably... So you did uh, stuff. I did you some are... things, but I didn't leave. I had every intention to leave, and then I didn't leave. So that was just where I was at. Never a Sunday morning goes by where you don't do at least one little thing on your computer that's work-related. True. Usually, True. usually like on the graphics design side. Yeah. Which and is I... exactly what was today. Yeah. <laughs> so just a typical Sunday for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the highlight, though, for sure, yeah. was the pop-up pizza joint that I heard about on Cypress Mountain. Mm-hmm. Or on the road up to Cypress Mountain. Yeah. It's this area that's going to be developed with condos. But in the meantime, during the planning stages and the selling stages, they've created a very flat, grassy park with storage container presentation centers and yeah. a storage container slash covered patio pizza joint and coffee bar mm-hmm. where you can also get salads and beers and stuff like that and it's a nice snack spot like it's it's another spot to go to which is so unfortunate that they're gonna build on it but really nice to just go hang out and enjoy the view i would imagine that it will be there all summer though yeah i hope so and then once it's there for one summer you don't you don't really need it much after that you're on to the next one anyways yeah there's a million places you can go for that And we're going to start bringing our own stuff. Yeah. Because $60, $67 for two pizzas and a beer. And one beer Yeah, is a lot. Though we didn't need two pizzas. We did not need two pizzas, but I think we also, we had to go for the experience and try. But yeah. now we know. I mean, we typically bring a lot of our own food and snacks wherever we go. That's just like standard That's for us. Do. So that, That's what we do. <laughs> This was a treat, but $67 is a little heinous. It's like groceries for the week for me. A nice way to spend a Sunday, though. Yeah, have some pizza. Good view. Sit on the sit outside, have a beer, chat with the locals and some visitors. No, we were the locals. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
Yeah. We were two, we played tour guide for a little bit for some did, tourists yeah. from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They were sweet. Yep, they were pretty good. Yeah. Pretty chill. Pretty chill. They were people, chill. Yeah. I think they were picking up on our vibes and they're like, "Okay, we can't can't be too intense." I don't think anybody looks at us and thinks intense. <laughs> no, I mean if they came in with Heavy energy. Oh, yeah. High energy, just yeah. ready to take on Vancouver. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll. <laughs> she sounded like she was from Vancouver because she was talking about the quality of her hazy IPA. <laughs> like, that's, that's all anyone talks about here is the hazy. It's a good hazy. Was yeah, I mean, menu? that's what it said on the the menu list. That it was a hazy IPA. So, might as well call it a juicy IPA. Hazy, in my mind, just means disgusting. <laughs> Little, little milky, murky, murky, murky yeah, water. Dirty. It's a dirty, it's a dirty IPA. IPA. That should be the name of a beer. We dirty know. IPA. Dirty IPA. Anyways, on to Jamaica. Wagwan. <laughs> Jamaica. So the correct response to Wagwan is Nagwan. Nagwan. Wagwan is what's going on. Nagwan is nothing's, nothing's going on. Nothing's going on. And then you always got the. How many times did anybody ask if you're good? You're good? Mm-hmm. You know what that means? What? Oh, do you need drugs? Do you need any drugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're good, man. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm fine. <laughs> yes, I'm so fine. Well, you can't get to Jamaica without a plane ride, can you? Mm-hmm. A few. And you can't get to <laughs> Toronto without a plane ride. And no. your particular trip was a absolute disaster. <laughs> I wouldn't, no, not not disaster. It was a nightmare, I will say. <laughs> yeah, you were playing with fire. <laughs> I mean, we knew there was weather. We knew it was I, snowing. I knew, yes, I knew it was snowing. I actually didn't think it was going to snow that early in the morning when I left. Because it was already coming down fat, chunky flakes. And I was like, well, shoot. Yes. By the time I got to the airport, it had already accumulated. And I was like, well, I don't know if this is going to be very good <laughs> for the flight. It shouldn't be that bad, though. It's just that Vancouver's not... Vancouver in general, but Vancouver Airport is really not capable of dealing with snow events. All of Vancouver is not. W- true. Well, <laughs> you can... So, the difference between <clears throat> Vancouver and Toronto is when we were... We'll get to it, but when we were snowed in in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, the message was we're just waiting for the snow blowers and the snow plows the snow to clear plows. the snow. Yeah. But the message for you guys was we're just going to wait for the snow to melt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Am I going to talk about my my ride from Vancouver? Yeah. In Vancouver right now. Okay. We get onto the plane. I think we. I was supposed to leave at six a.m. Yeah. That was my flight. Six or six thirty. Uh, So we're all on the plane. It's coming down really heavy. And obviously there are no plows to be seen. And it's just like accumulating so quickly. And there was no end in sight of this weather. There was like no break in the weather. And the captain pilot came on, (laughs) captain, uh, came on and said, Hey, so just so you all know, as you can see out your windows, there's a heavy amount of snow accumulating and the visibility is really low. So what we're going to do is just wait it out. 
until we can get better visibility. And anyone with a phone could have went on their phone to check the forecast for the weather for the next, shows you for like six, seven hours. Snow wasn't going to stop until 2 p.m. So she was going the whole morning. So we're waiting on the plane. They have to do this thing where if the plane sits for too long, they have to run the engines for like 30 seconds. That eats up a bunch of fuel. So he does that probably three or four times while we're waiting on the plane. Then there's like another hour or two that goes by. Still no clearance of visibility. We run out of fuel on the tarmac. We have to go back to the gate. (laughs) This is like, I don't know, I want to say three or four hours into it now. We get fuel. They let us get off the plane. But they say if you get off the plane, you have to make sure you take everything with you. And and then you just pretty much have to like sign back in when you get back on the plane. And once you take your walk or whatever, stretch your legs. Which at this point they had offered us nothing. Like no water, no snacks. There's like little kids elderly on the plane. And we had just been sitting there for four hours with nothing. And so I got off. I got a snack, then I went back on, and then we're in the lineup on the tarmac to go, and I think the pilot was, like, really excited to leave, or he was hoping we could leave, and he's like, okay, we're just in line to get de-iced, so it's going to be about 45 minutes, there's another four planes in front of us, and I'm sending Kelly, like, all these updates on the plane, and at this point, it had already felt like I had lived a thousand lives because I was just so exhausted and ready to... Like, I just wanted to get off the ground. Or if we weren't going to fly that day, like, just let us off and let us start over again tomorrow because that was just brutal. But anyways, I don't think we actually left until 11.30 or 12, at which point I had already missed my connection flight to Windsor. Which I had given myself a buffer time of like two hours for the next flight. And that was long gone. So I'm on the phone with Kelly trying to be like, what do I do? Do I stay? Like, where do I stay in Toronto? And luckily enough, I was able to stay with David and Christine that night and then catch my flight to Windsor the next day. But oh my God. And then they like sky checked my bag because they said it wasn't going to fit in the overhead bin, which was complete Blonky, because when I got on the plane, my entire cabin above me was open. That's the worst. So they checked my bag. This is like a carry-on bag that goes on every single plane with me. They checked it. Now I have no access to it. So when I landed in Toronto and I had to stay with David and Christine, I had no idea where my bag was. So I was back. I was going back and forth in baggage, talking to people like, now my flight has been rescheduled tomorrow. Is this bag going to get on that plane? Because it was tagged for this plane. And it was just a hot mess. So luckily I packed a set of pajamas and I had all of my toiletries with me in my personal bag on me. But I had no bag that was going to go to Jamaica yet in sight. So that was (laughs) stressful. (laughs) An understanding amount, understandable amount of stress. Yes. But then landed in Toronto. I got some dinner. I was standing in line waiting to talk to customer service to figure out the flight actually to go back to Toronto from Windsor because I had gotten a note that we were going to face another weather situation and should I change a flight. And 
very happy I did because then they ended up actually canceling the original mm. flight to go from Windsor back to Toronto, which would have taken us to Jamaica. And yeah, so I had to fly out of Windsor on Thursday. So I cut my time short with my parents, but holy moly, that whole thing was just... But you increased your time <sighs> with David and Christine. I did. You know what? I had never been to their house so many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I know it, like the back of my hand getting from the airport to their house. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I was at their house three, no, twice, two times. No. Well, three times for the three whole trip, total, I think. Yeah. yeah. So got to spend lots of time with them, which was great. And yeah, just unfortunately a short amount of time with my parents. But then once I got to Toronto after Windsor... It was just like, okay, <laughs> there's half of it done. Now we just need to get to Jamaica, which was still the other part, waiting for you to come well, that was from tough. Vancouver. <laughs> so we had plans to, once I finally got to Toronto, there's this huge looming snowstorm that everybody's talking about in mm-hmm. Toronto on Friday. It was meant to be Friday night. Yeah. And I didn't get to Toronto until two, uh, sorry, Friday morning, mm-hmm. and I wanted us to go to Keswick. Originally, the plan was for my parents to come to David's house, mm-hmm. and we would all have dinner that evening together, but that's when the snow was meant to start, so we mm-hmm. ripped up to Keswick, um, which turned out to be pretty necessary, because we had some errands to run yeah. anyway, so we yeah, went we to the mall and got our sunscreen, got everything sorted, <laughs> yeah, had a nice... Lufa's. Nice quick dinner with um, mom and dad. Um, dinner and a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And then by the time we got, well, we stopped in at Jake and Betty's house too mm-hmm. to see that sort of chaos, and mm-hmm. that looked like a way more stressful situation than yes. than our situation, um, just because they were packing for their wedding, packing for their kids. Yeah. And Jake has And they his. have just a whole, they just have a whole thing going on at that house mm-hmm. right now. Uh, so that was kind of a quick visit, just give them a hug and uh, get out of their hair, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Let then them know we're there. Also stopped at Adam and Christina's on the way back to hand over the sunscreen, sunscreen for them to pack yeah. for us. Because we were not checking bags. No. But so. by the time we started driving back to Toronto... The snow had started and it was getting nasty. And then we woke up Saturday morning (sighs) early, like 4 a.m. Yeah. And there was snow everywhere. It was hard to get an Uber. Yeah. We got... That was stressful because they kept canceling. Yeah, the Ubers were canceling because the the roads around Davis neighborhood, the main roads were okay, but the side streets were not. Yeah. So we would catch an Uber. They would be coming towards us and then they would drop it yeah finally they'd be like a hundred meters away yeah (laughs) just turn around finally Uh, we got finally we got to the airport and in in my sandals in the snow yeah (laughs) and it was nice because when you got when we got to the airport you could see you start seeing everybody like okay they made it okay they Mm -hmm. made it and everyone is driving from keswick in this huge a lot of people got hotels though just to avoid yeah some people that whole situation um which was good but we got everybody got there and we're in the waiting area for the plane and that was delayed as well but Mm -hmm. um but we didn't have to sit on the plane no that was nice we got to sit in the waiting room the lounge 
And the captain kept coming out mm-hmm. and going on the PA and saying, we're going. Yeah. We just got to wait for the plows. So mm-hmm. it was, there was never any doubt that we weren't that gonna we go. weren't going to go. It's just we weren't going to go on time. And the yeah. bar was open, so we were having Caesars. Yeah. Anyways, so. Breakfast, Caesars. And we had some breakfast, too, which was good. We did. Well, <laughs> yeah. we kept A lot of airport food throughout this trip. Well, we had more and more time as as yes. we were waiting. So it's like, well, I guess we do. Like, first, I think we grabbed a quick little yogurt and granola. Yeah. And then we're like, well, we have a little more time. Let's get a proper sandwich. And, yeah. and then we had Caesars at that point. So we're like, let's get, well, we should have some food. Yeah. So finally, we get on the plane. Everyone's buckled in. And that was actually, once we were on the plane, it was pretty smooth. You just got yeah. the ice and then. Yeah. A quick little four-hour puddle jump over to Jamaica. Yeah, which all the other flights canceled to Jamaica. Other Jamaican flights canceled. Air Transit for the win. It was nice. They were great. That was such a good flight, and it was roomy. Smooth. Well, that's because we paid for extra legroom. (laughs) I know. But even in the other seats. That's because you're traveling with me. (laughs) I know. And honestly, once we had to go back... (laughs) <laughs> and Oof. sit in regular seats. I don't think I ever With would all again. The <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so we finally get to Jamaica. to Jamaica, and the only other, the only other sort of funky thing about the trip to Jamaica was, I feel like because of all the weather, in basically the whole all of Eastern North America, mm-hmm. like Boston, New York, uh, Toronto. All of these places got the same snowstorm, mm-hmm. so a lot of planes were delayed, mm-hmm. and they all arrived at the same time. So when we got to the airport, what was supposed to just be a quick, like we all did the e-dock filling out oh, yeah. before, mm-hmm. so that we could bypass the line. Well, there was a there was a lineup a million miles long before mm-hmm. you could even get to the bypass mm-hmm. part. Yeah, so that was a. Just one extra struggle, but by the time we got onto the bus, air conditioned bus yeah. from the airport to the resort, beers on the bus, yeah, uh, five bucks a beer for a red stripe, <laughs> five dollars American, which is Americano, yeah. ah, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> then we get there and we get checked in and we go find our room, mm-hmm. and the room was fantastic. Yeah, I thought the room was fantastic. The room was great. It was nice. Well, we had the ocean view, <laughs> uh, and the balcony had two sort of concrete walls beside us, so you couldn't see the neighbors. Mm-hmm. You could hear them, but you couldn't see them. Yeah. But in general, a very private room. Yeah. Um, nice big king size bed. And there was a little couch. Air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Air conditioning. Big old bathroom too, oh, with a nice yeah. shower. Yeah, and a big tub, which we didn't use, but I'm always always hesitant about like hotel tubs because I never really know how clean they are. But in general, the room though was fantastic. Oh, and a little, a uh, little it had a, had a safe where we could put our passports and yes. wallets. Yeah. Had a little bar fridge that they kept restocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find out until the end of the trip that we should have been putting dollar bills in the fridge. Mm. For the guy that does the refreshments. Oh, that's why. Okay, I, so we were just doing money on the we, counter yeah, for we the girl money on the counter there's a, amateurs there's a whole different person that handles the bar yes. fridge, so we should have been putting money in there yeah because there was only one or two days where he didn't refill the red stripes yeah 
And one of my favorite things about the trip was my afternoon red stripe while you're getting ready for dinner. <laughs> takes me five minutes to get ready. Yeah. Then you go in the bathroom and take three hours while uh, I sit on the balcony. I was not three hours. Correct. I don't take three hours to get ready. That's true. But you take longer than I do. <laughs> I take longer than you do. I have hair. Okay. Burn. <laughs> well, um, it's just the way it goes sometimes. So the only kind of funny thing about the accommodations was our nice big king-size bed only came with two pillows, so we had to order two more pillows, which was fine. But it only had a flat sheet on it. It didn't yeah. have a it didn't have a comforter. That was that was funny because I did not feel like fully comfortable or yeah, warm was, when I went yeah. to bed. <laughs> that was a little funny. Then when we well, what did you find out when you were asking around? Did other people have comforters? Some people said they had comforters. Some people said they had like another heavier sheet that went on top of the bed, but there was no real there was I don't think there's a comforter for Jamaica because it's just so warm there so I think they just don't even provide that or a blanket that they had was a it was like a little throw wasn't anything so I woke up every single night freezing like it probably the reason why I had sinus issues like the third last day they started coming on we also went to bed with the fan on and the air on but it was one of those things where the room just felt like damp and I don't like that damp cold I wanted it dry cold you know what I mean like you're in the wrong place if you want dry. I know totally I get that so I was like okay maybe just have the fan on move the air around because I also didn't like how it was the stagnant air and then the recycled air from the air conditioning but yeah I would wake up every night to be like where are you and I never want to cuddle up with you yeah, in the night because you are so warm normally you're pushing me away yeah, but these nights I was so like, "Hug me!" <laughs> yeah, and I I bought a sweater before I left for Jamaica, which I was like, "Oh, we'll see." But maybe I I want the sweater for like on the beach at nighttime or something. No, I wore that thing every single night to bed yeah. <laughs> because I was just so freaking cold. But then in the morning you wake up and you open the doors, listen to the ocean. It gets warm again, and yeah, it was nice. It was, but we woke up around eight thirty or nine pretty much every day and it was already mm-hmm. it's probably already 25 degrees mm-hmm. by that point yeah no sun so it was it was just like warm it wasn't well there was no sun in in our room <clears throat> i mean like it was sunny yes but we were on the whatever we were on the north side of that building north mm-hmm. northwest side of the building so the morning yeah. sun didn't we did not get the room. morning sun no yeah which was nice if i could do it again i would take I would take that room again 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do. That was perfect. Yeah, it was a perfect it was room. Nice. And yeah. it was far enough away from all of the like entertainment and noise that we didn't hear that in our room at nighttime. Yeah, there's like for for the people that don't know what this place looks like, there's like a central area where the pool is and where the restaurants and bars are. And then it's kind of like a university in a sense that there's like different there's like different blocks dozens and dozens of blocks of buildings Mm -hmm. and so we were in the 14 building which was like four or five hundred meters away from the from the big busy main area so so we didn't get any of the noise at nighttime and no real riffraff or anything like that it was just like 
you could choose. You could either be at home in your quiet room, mm-hmm. or you could be out there, there out there in Hanging the bar, or, or doing whatever. Yeah. Which is where the restaurants were. Mm-hmm. And the restaurants, the food in general, I have to say, was a lot better than what I was expecting. I don't really know what I was expecting. Because mm. um, I've, this is my first all-inclusive experience. And I've heard the food can be good. And I've heard that the food can be brutal. Yeah. Uh, this, I think the food was very good. The food was good, yeah. I mean, it's all shipped in. So it's all pretty, like... I'll do air quotes safe because it's all pretty Americanized. So it's all Mm -hmm. food that you recognize, which I think is good for people. They're not trying things that are like stuff they've never seen before, especially with little kids. Like it's pretty, there's cornflake cereal in the morning for kids if they want it. There's a lot of fresh fruit, toast, eggs, bacon, stuff like that. And then. Yeah, so the breakfast was always a buffet. Mm-hmm. There's two or three different buffet options, but the menu was the same pretty yeah. much everywhere. Yeah. You got your bacon, eggs, and pancakes, and French toast, potatoes. You got your fruits and yogurts. Which is good. Uh, basically, yeah. They had charcuterie meats out that would sit in I wasn't going near those. No. no and I was just not. like, that is not food safe. <laughs> Yeah. We no, will not be having that. And even the cheese, even the cheese. The cheese was, was sweating. It was yeah. no, and it started to look like that's not for me. Unsafe. I grabbed one <laughs> piece of charcuterie. It was what was that stuff I had? It was like the raw, uncooked, like really f- finely sliced. Oh, I what it was oh um, you had beef. It was like a beef. Yeah. I, but it was like tip of my it tongue. was. It was. It looked like a slice of something. No, that was when we went out for dinner, and that was in a controlled environment where it was cold. Well, it was still. Do you remember mushy. when we went to the Italian restaurant? Yeah, yeah. beef carpaccio. That's carpaccio, what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was mushy though. Well, it's raw meat. Yeah, barf, barf. <laughs> but you had it. I had it, and you survived. I survived. It's I, mushy. <laughs> I had I had two steaks on this trip and I survived. You Imagine did. Imagine that. Yeah, my God. I think it's because we were just not stressed when we got there because the food sat really well with me too. Yeah. I had no issues, which I typically always do. And I was really happy to know that on this trip it was not going to be that like <clears throat> I had to run to the washroom every 10 minutes. And I'm really happy that we were able to try out different restaurants because you have the buffet that's open yeah. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But then there's also various a la carte restaurants where you go and you sit down, mm-hmm. you order from a menu, and the server brings it to you. Yeah. That was pretty much our what we did for dinners. Yeah. And I can see how everyone who had big families with them, with little kids, that would be unappealing for them. Mm-hmm. And they just sort of... Go they buffet. just get funneled to the buffet. Yeah. They do their thing. They got you're the not ice a... cream and onion rings for the kids. Yeah. The chicky nuggies, though, I have to say. I didn't try those. The chicky nuggies in the buffet were very nice. <laughs> Actually, maybe I did try them because I, I think they, they were the same ones at the wedding. They didn't? Yeah, they were, for sure. They were. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the... that, like, when you bite into it, it, it's not real chicken, but I mean, it's safe. Never is. No, never is, but. The kids like it. Uh, and then the food at the wedding was... I thought the food at the wedding was exceptional. Mm-hmm. The chicken thing, it was like a stuffed chicken was really tasty. 
And the steak that I had was rare. Mm -hmm. And there was no way I wasn't going to eat this steak. I just had little tiny small bites. Yeah. But when I was like (laughs) cutting the steak, it was like bleeding still. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It wasn't, I'm not going to say it was blue. It wasn't blue, no. rare or whatever, no. but it was rare. Still has um, the juices intact. But I thought it was really good though. I thought it was so funny when I saw the plate of steak and chicken Oh, and chicken breast. breast. Yeah, the I two was things. like, oh my God, yeah. Kelly's going to die. Two things <laughs> we like, made eye contact for a quick minute and I was like, just checking, are you okay? <laughs> two things I generally try not to eat. Yeah, which but. you are... Nothing yeah. was going to ruin my Not a fan of night that night. Though. No, it was fine. You survived. Well, speaking of the wedding, we might as well talk about the wedding then. Mm-hmm. Holy doodle, was that ever nice. <laughs> I, I mean, for me, for me, it's the beach party that was yeah. the best part. Yeah, but, same. Um, <clears throat> from my personal point of view, I my wedding experience was a little bit extended because I had some private time with the fellas being part of the the wedding party mm-hmm. being one of the ones with the custom bathing suit mm-hmm. thank you very much Hope you what a classy classy gesture by jake and betty mm-hmm. um actually a funny story about when the first morning we were there i went to that information session mm-hmm. and i think joel and junior showed up and they were both wearing these billabong shorts and Joel said best man, and Junior's, uh, was he wearing, I don't think Junior was wearing his, but Joel was wearing his, and said best man. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh man, those are cool, they're obviously custom, Yeah. Uh, it was a gift from Jake and Betty to Joel, and I thought, man, those are nice. <laughs> and then apparently, so eventually Jake came with his stroller, and I didn't even notice it, but um, Jake had a pair of shorts for me that said Malloy and he had them draped over the stroller mm-hmm. and I didn't even pick up on it <laughs> Jake left and I said to Joel like man those are sweet shorts and he's like well you get a pair too Malloy but you didn't even you didn't pick up what Jake was throwing down <laughs> and I was like what he's like yeah go go talk to Jake so I went and Jake gave me mine and they fit real nice I have yeah. to say so I didn't have to bring a bathing suit because I just mm-hmm. wore those yeah. Those shorts the whole time. Yeah. But so I I don't know what you did. What did you do while I was in the room getting ready with the boys? Nothing. I was I was nursing my burn. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got this weird burn, so I I just stayed inside until the wedding, and then I like got out like a little gremlin to get food <laughs> before the wedding. <laughs> Brought us some snacks back in case we wanted it in the evening because I wasn't sure what that was gonna look like. But yeah, I had a really chill day. It was nice. Sat out on the balcony, read a little bit, and then yeah. And then got, I got ready. Caught the shuttle. I guess you caught yeah. the shuttle. Yeah, I got the shuttle that picked us up. We were super early to get there, so we yeah. just kind of like hung out, waited for you, took in the views. It's really well, nice. Well, even we were early. Hung out in the shade. <laughs> that was important. Yeah. So the wedding was actually outside, and it was in this. Um, it was under like a gazebo. Cute little gazebo area. They had a bunch of chairs set up for people to sit in. It was mostly under trees, though. Oh no! One, one side, side was sunny. One side was sunny. One the side, other was, side shaded. was shaded. Yeah, which I quickly darted over to the, the shaded side. side. The groom yeah. side was in the shade. Thank the God. Groom side was in the shade. Yeah. Um, 
but that was very nice. And then they had um, all the guys were up at the front, as you do. And then the girls had a long walk mm-hmm. down the pathway. But they had yep. um, Betty's mom walked down and she was having a hard day. She was very sick. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you knew that. No. Um, so she was she was very brave and and muscled her way through that, I'm sure. Well, she wouldn't have missed it for the world, but I'm yeah. sure she didn't want to be doing that at that particular time. In front time. of all of those people. Yeah. And then all the little kids, Brad and Susie's kids and mm-hmm. Jake and Betty's kids were like the flower girls slash ring bearers. Um, cute as cute can be. That was cute. I feel like the kids are always cute mm-hmm. in those situations. Mm-hmm. Then the girls walked down and then Betty and uh, Betty and her dad walked down and did the old handoff. Yeah. And then the ceremony was just short and sweet. And after that, it was photos as you do. And then we just kind of hung out. And we hung out right by the restaurant when you guys were doing all your photos right. down at the beach. So we hung out by the restaurant. Nice little view. Hung out with the kids. There's a great patio set up for the cocktail hour, too. Uh, like with all those high tables. Oh, yeah, that's where and I was. benches. And, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, that was nice. And then the where we had dinner was right off to the side from yeah. that at the restaurant. So that was nice. It was all really close. Like, you didn't have to go too far. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, dinner and speeches, all very nice. And then, like I said, the for me, it was the beach. Mm-hmm. The beach party. Like, oh, and then we had, <laughs> we had one of the things for the photos was we went down to the beach to take photos. And I don't know if... I mean, I don't think the guys were too upset about any, like, photos or just photos. Mm-hmm. I think the girls didn't love what the photographer was doing. Mm-hmm. There was one point where we were standing on the beach with our backs to the water, and one of the party boats, catamarans, <laughs> was coming in, like, after a three-hour cruise. Mm-hmm. And so I know the photographer was trying to not get the catamaran in... The photo. the photo in the shot but then the closer they got like they're playing music they're mm-hmm. drinking they're laughing like mm-hmm. it just wasn't the vibe that we were not that we don't laugh and drink and listen to music but mm-hmm. we were doing something on the beach and they yeah. were like kind of right behind you <laughs> yeah it was, it was a little it was a little awkward um or it felt awkward anyways i guess i'll i'll Hold my judgment until we see the photos. I have to imagine it was an extremely attractive group. So the photos can't be that bad. <laughs> exactly. Um, sure, you're fine. But then the same, so that same beach is where we had the beach party. And they, the draw was a bonfire on the beach. I guess that's how they described it. But no Talk one, about that. <laughs> nobody really knew what this bonfire was going to be because hmm. there were no fire pits on the beach. No. Well, by the time we had finished dinner and cocktails and photos and all that stuff, the whole group came down to the beach and they had built this teepee. <laughs> it had to be 10 yeah. to 15 feet tall of these huge. huge branches all mm-hmm. leaning on each other. And then this guy had a 10 gallon <laughs> jug of gasoline that gasoline. he poured all over it. Yeah. And then like, he didn't, just pour, it, he didn't just pour it around the outside. He was like... Dumping, dumping it over it top. Up over top in the middle of this thing and then just lit it up and it just... Yeah, it just like exploded. 
It but was... just into flame. It was really yeah. high. Like, it looked cool once it was all lit, but the behind-the-scenes stuff was like, oh, I don't know if yeah, that's I don't know good. how safe <laughs> Well, one of, the guys, one of the guys there, Melissa's husband, Steve, is a firefighter. In George, I think it's in Georgina. Mm-hmm. I just sort of like nudged him. I was like, "We may need you here. <laughs> be, be on alert." Um, but that was cool. And when they lit it up, it was like some of the vapors or something, or maybe some actual gas had like sort of blown out over the water. And for a split second, there was fire oh. on the water. Yeah, that was cool. It was like these blue flames. It was cool. It was pretty sick. great. And it kept popping. And every time it would pop, there would be like a little mini explosion. I was like, someone's going to get hit. That was the bamboo. That was the bamboo stalks. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, steam must build up inside the little compartments of bamboo. And then just they blow up. That was pretty fun. We were far enough away from it. We were. It It was off to the side. Yeah. We were on the dance floor, smashing the dance floor. So they had they had this wooden platform built on the on the sandy beach, mm-hmm. um, probably like I don't know, fifteen by fifteen or twenty by twenty. It, it yeah. looked small when they set it up, mm-hmm. but but then we we all we all, yeah, fit we all on there. We all fit on it easily. Yeah, uh, we had a DJ and he was playing requests, and the girls got in their um, their square dance that they yeah. get um, all the time. And I, I don't know if this time was any different than other times, but I had the view of the square dance that I had. I could see Ange mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. and she was like a leader of the pack, quarter, quarterbacking. Yeah, this square dance. She's calling out the steps and all this yeah. sort of stuff. And I'm pretty sure all these girls can do that dance in their sleep. Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember that was big at her wedding too. Andy's wedding. They all yeah. did that, and they're like stomping yeah. around, and that was really cool to see. I think they do the same song at every yeah. wedding. Yeah, I have to, they always I have to request that. that one. Um, yeah, nothing like that for the dudes. No, uh, you guys need to learn a dance or two. Uh, well, we just can't limit ourselves to one dance. That's, that's <laughs> or, <the thing>. two, <laughs> or two. Or <laughs> two. We just dance to whatever's playing. So yeah. probably. Probably my favorite thing for the beach wedding, aside from every time I locked eyes with you, <laughs> okay. um, there was a moment towards the end where um, they were playing the Bob Marley and the Whaler song, One Love, and we all got into this like circle, mm. like arms on shoulders, rocking back and forth, and we were all just singing it, and that was cute. you grabbed my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and recorded it. Yeah, I went and, into the middle of the circle. Yeah, so we got this like 40 second, 50 second video of yeah. everybody singing One Love together. And it was, I thought that was a pretty special, yeah, that was nice. special moment yeah. uh, that we have. And we'll have that now forever as long as I share. I think I did post that on our group chat. Yeah. So everybody's got that video now. Yeah, that was nice. And it's crazy. Everybody still looked really good. Mm-hmm. At that point, even though we're just like drenched in sweat, oh, it's <laughs> so yeah. hot and sweating through our white linen shirts. Yeah, and we were all untucked at that time. Shoes were off, Shoes barefoot. Were off. Oh, for sure. Shoes came off moments after. Instantly. Me. Basically, as soon as we walked down to the beach, mm-hmm. shoes were off. Yeah, but then you have the nice breeze from the water too, and the, and when you're there at that point, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. Everyone's going to be warm. You're dancing. You have drinks. But it was fun. The wedding was, 
I mean, that's the reason we were there. Yeah. And then we got nachos after. Oh, yeah. After they shut her down. Yeah. Yeah. We went to the sports bar and we just. Yeah, that was nice too. Because it was like a lot of the same people went to sports bar to get food because that was the one spot that, that was, was open. That was very sort of impromptu as well because yeah. we went there and we went there just to get a bite. And then when we got there, there was a bunch of people already there. Mm-hmm. And then more and people then more came, people came behind yeah. us. And, so that was fun. Yeah, that was really good. So not only were we there for the wedding, we were also there for the pools and the beach. Yes. And that nice. was, for me, it was a lot. Like, it w- the pool and the beach was basically the same thing mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Which I can see, I can see the draw for that. But I like how we switched it up. Mm. We had a day at the pool and then a day at the beach. And yeah. then, like, trying out different areas. Areas, yeah. To go to the same place all the time, it, was, it would still be nice and relaxing. Yes. But, but it's so big. You need to see everything see around, too. So yeah. we went to an area where it was just mostly adults by the pool. And then we went to the beach, which was had some kids there, but it was still very chill. It wasn't as kid-friendly because like, bathrooms weren't that close. And yeah. you had to go up the stairs to the main area. So getting strollers and stuff down there wasn't ideal for families. So that was a little more quiet and secluded. But all the beaches had their fresh... Jerk huts, though. Yeah, that was which good. was nice. Mm-hmm. Freshly made jerk chicken, jerk pork with spicy jerk rice and rice and bean combos. Yeah, and yeah, it was proper. Yeah, that was yummy. I loved how spicy it was. <laughs> so gen- <laughs> generally, the way we would start was in the morning we'd have our breakfast and then we'd go to the kiddie pool, which is where yeah, where all the families. Was. All the families had already sort of set up shop with their mm-hmm. kids. You always had; they always had their spot. They had a little spot there, and then, and then we would mosey off to another place, another beach, or a section of the pool. Eventually, it seemed like eventually, at the end of every day, everybody kind of reconvened at the adult shallow pool yeah 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 you kind of just like bled into that area because they weren't just around the kiddie pool it was a mix of everything it was something for everybody it was shallow enough to throw balls around yeah shallow enough for the little like the little kids to play there was a swim up bar um and but and also just like in general just sort of a space for everybody to especially at the end of the day when it starts thinning out people start yeah, going people back to their rooms then we're able to get more chairs and mm-hmm. you know have a whole hang with everybody um there were always options you could do the big pool with the kiddie pool you could go to the sunset cove which was a beach that's where the party was mm-hmm. there's another beach that was sort of not quite as far but still very beachy it was just the hard thing about the beaches was finding chairs I think everywhere, yeah. Like, you have to be out there right away and putting a towel on a chair just to make Gotta sure you've got something. Yeah, in the morning. Though the... Yeah. We didn't said, have that haste in the morning. We were like, no, eh, we'll just, like, see what's available. There's really no urgency at all. I mean, the one beach that we went to, there were no chairs. But in the middle of the beach, there was this monster, monster fig tree, which casts mm-hmm. shade almost everywhere. So we were... Yeah. 
We were on our towels on the sand, but we were in the yeah, shade. Yeah, that was nice. So. We were in the shade. And then we got chairs. Eventually, yeah. Once things Chris and Michelle out, saved us some chairs. Chris and Michelle had a chair for us. That was a nice day with them. Yeah, it was. And then floating around in the water, going and getting more drinks, come back. Mm-hmm. But I will say, one of the things about the pool, I can't say that this happened with the beaches because we didn't really go to the beach with a large group. No. But the community aspect of... So... My friends um, refer to themselves as the village, which makes perfect sense because there's about a million people in this, mm-hmm. in this group, um, but affectionately referred to as and known as the village. Um, and you could really see that because at the kid pool or the adult pool shallow zone, there could be at any point, there could be up to six families. So that's six groups of parents Plus their two to three children. Plus their kids. And Mm -hmm. it's just, everybody is just, everybody has eyes on all the kids. Mm -hmm. Everybody is watching out for the kids, playing with your own children, playing with other other children. Mm -hmm. Sometimes playing with kids that don't even belong to our group if they want (laughs) to throw the football around. Yeah. Uh, But also just looking out for each other, moving chairs around, moving umbrellas, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really nice. Like Mm -hmm. it was... I guess I knew. I guess I knew that that's how they operate, and I knew that that was sort of the vibe that the whole group has. Mm-hmm. But to see it in action, and like, it was never the same kid twice. But there was always one kid having a meltdown. Yeah, or sick, or sick, or sunstroke, or then a parent would have to leave, and it was just like no questions asked. Somebody would just jump in and then take care of their other child yeah, exactly. while mom or dad had to go away, and it was just. It was so smooth and it was just, yeah, it was the biggest group of community that I saw and could witness. And it was just, it's just a lot of love around there for everyone, which is really nice to see. Yeah. 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 We went down for breakfast once and we saw Christina and she was pushing a stroller and Everly is not stroller age anymore. And so this wasn't her child. Mm-hmm. And it was Amanda's kid. We're like, well, what's oh, going on? She's like, well, rocks and fainted, so Amanda's in the medical station. So I'm looking after this kid, and mm-hmm. oh, it's just. And even on the bus and the plane, like I noticed that a lot too. Oh if, yeah, like cause... two kids that were not of the same family would sit together, and then they weren't feeling good. It'd be like, okay, well, come and sit with me. Yeah, and yeah. Like, you know, it was just like a no-brainer. It's just what you do. There's even one one point when sweet, sweet Lachlan. Who, Lachlan Gunn, Jake and Betty's daughter, she was born on April the 7th. Mm. Early, early, early in the morning. At oh, like right. At like <clears throat> midnight or 12.30 or 1 o'clock or something. Yeah. Betty was in labor all day on the 6th. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Lachlan was going to be born on April 6th, so we'd be birthday buddies. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't born until April the 7th. But I believe... That she was born early enough, like three a.m. in the morning, <laughs> that it was still April sixth on the West um, Coast. So I like to say that Lachlan and I are sort of West Coast birthday buddies. Lachlan has no idea that that's how I feel. No, she may not even know that her birthday is on April seventh. <laughs> she but, will know um, in the future. She will. Let her have her own day. She can have her own day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, poor Lachlan one day just had a. An accident in her pants on the pool deck 
and it's, it's just she another was, she was sick yeah another example of the of the village coming together john who's chrissy's husband ran to the bathroom this is not his kid and it's <laughs> the most disgusting thing you could ever have to deal with and he just didn't even think twice. He knew exactly what to do. Yeah, ran to the washroom, got towels, paper towels, and went back and, then and went in helped. The mode. Yeah, and yeah. I remember seeing him in the bathroom, and I was like, "You're a good man, John." And he's like, "I'm immune because <laughs> because I also think the day before or two days before, I I remember saying to you, I was like, someone's child is like vomiting at the dinner table, and I think it was his. That was Caden. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, and he was, and he was like covering his face so it wasn't getting everywhere. And so, yeah, he's totally immune to all of it. I mean, they all are after three kids. Yeah, two, three kids. Like you see it all. John and Chrissy are just like the most natural parents. I mean, they all are so calm. Everyone's always so so calm. calm. They've all just seen it. Yeah, they're all battle tested. Yeah, they've seen it. Not only have they seen it, they've seen it. With everyone else yeah. as well. And they're just... Yeah. They do not match the energy that is being projected at the time. Like, everyone is always so calm, cool, collected, which is so nice to see. Because so many situations could have gone so differently had their attitudes been oh, yeah. different. Or just, like, had they freaked out when they saw something. But, like, you can't in those times. You just have to keep cool. Yeah. So... Good for them. Great for them. Um, one nice thing about traveling with all these young families, though, was the resort had a kids club where you could send sort of the older kids away oh, yeah. to work on. It was always drama related. So they would work on a play and then they would have a show every night. Um, so Brad and Susie's daughter, Taylor, was really into this. But there were some shows where a lot of the kids were into it. Yeah. And... One cool thing was it didn't really seem, didn't seem to me like it mattered if your kids were in the play or not. Everybody, Mm -hmm. for the most part, made their way to the play. Mm -hmm. And we all watched. On a night to watch. Whether it was your kids, somebody else's kids. Mm -hmm. You're just there, sort of. Hurry up through dinner to go see the show. Yeah. Well, we didn't really hurry up ourselves. We just sort of hoped that we made it in time. We did. We made it. Yeah, we we saw it. So that was nice. Yeah, and then just when you think you've seen it all in terms of vomiting and pooping and meltdowns and fainting, one kid, Christy and John's kid. Was, it, was this our last uh, night? On the last night, little Liam. So this whole this whole place, it's a very colonial theme, like the architecture is very colonial, like big tall columns columns yeah. or groups of four pillars everywhere yeah and there's this one yeah very close together so we were leaving this sports bar after having dinner and we saw a group of all of our friends gathered around this column or or cluster of columns yeah. and but there was a tv in front of the column and it looked like they were looking behind yeah. the tv to try to unplug it or move it or something Lo and behold, we get there and we find out that little Liam somehow managed to squeeze his head and body between two of these pillars so that he's standing in the middle of four pillars. Yeah. But then couldn't get himself out Completely because it was stuck. so tight and his head wouldn't And his head fit wouldn't through. fit through. And it was Oh just... my god, how did they end up getting out? Did they have to lower him down to get yeah, his head just out? Yeah, the, the pillars were kind of tapered and not 
not like Deadly Plum. It wasn't a mm-hmm. G. Wilson build. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was G. Wilson yeah. build, it would have been mm-hmm. Deadly Plum. Anyways, there also would have been a barrier where he couldn't have got in. But yeah. I digress. And what? They would be however many inches Four apart? Four inches. That's why. That's why four you inches. can't have spacing and balusters more than four inches. For kids. So a kid's head can't Can't get through. stuck. Right. Anyways, and another example of everybody staying calm. John was just like very stoic. Like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to get your head out of this call. Yeah. And then like, like but the kid, Betty, though, uh, yeah, Liam was screaming and panicking. Yeah, He and, was freaking out because he was yeah. stuck and he was in pain and he felt so bad. And Betty was like, you're okay. You're going to get out. It's fine. Yeah. As she's holding Bowen. Yeah. And then all the other kids are like, what's going on? And I'm like, what's happening? Kids <laughs> like, everywhere. How, kids how everywhere. does this happen? Looky Lou's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Looky Lou's. It's all... But we all just want to know what's going on. And yeah, John just swooped in and John had to the like rescue? Are you saying one, John to the rescue? John to the rescue. Daddy Not to all the heroes rescue. wear capes. No, but their names are John. And he just walked in and he tried a couple times, like a couple different angles. Yeah. And then Christy was just watching like, oh. <laughs> like I just, I felt so bad. It and never had, had one, two tries and then he was out. At no point did I think that this kid was in real real trouble because if you can get in you can get out you just gotta yeah find the right, just yeah. gotta find the right route for sure but it's stressful well the question is would you go back yes i would go back yes i wouldn't stay as long but i would go back to jamaica or to that resort i think both like jamaica is so easy to get to from toronto i mean not in a snowstorm but hmm. it was easy to go there i think i would go and see jamaica like other parts of Jamaica as well. Because I feel like when you go to a resort, it's same people, same things every day. You're not really experiencing the culture of Jamaica. Right. Or a lot of the food, which is what I would want to experience. Oh, so, yeah. Well, we didn't see a beef, a Jamaican beef. Oh, yeah. Until we got to the airport and yeah. we were leaving the island. Yeah, we were leaving. We were also supposed to order one through the... Through room service. Room service, but we That's never true. got a chance to get around to that because we were just busy all day yeah. <laughs> out. We actually spent very little time in the room. Yeah. And the room service was not very punctual. No, I mean, you'd order it and you'd maybe see your food in like an hour, hour and a half, so... Well, there was somebody, order for a snack. <laughs> somebody in the group, I think it might have been might have been Betty's mom or one of Betty's mom's friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they ordered a tea at like nine at night or a something. Oh. And there was a knock on the door at one thirty in the morning. Which is <gasps> no. like, yeah, with, with which was room service with the with the tea. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What's the point at that like I don't know. they're sleeping. They're sleeping at 1.30. We we did get room service to uh, Junior's room when we were getting ready for the wedding, though. Yeah. And uh, Did that work out okay? It took took some time, but it got there. It got there. Yeah. Yeah. They probably also knew you guys were all getting ready, too, and so they wanted to make that happen for you. It was wedding day for you guys. Um, We didn't really ever need room service, though. We were all capable to, like, get up and go. And it was nice to go out and walk around. And then it was just a chance for us to see what was available. Because I didn't find that really cool cafe until, like, the third last or second last day. And I was like, damn it. I would go back just for that cafe in the morning because it was so good. It's a whole different experience. A whole different experience. Yes. Not having, like, I have accustomed myself to, like, 
crappy hotel coffee in the morning. That's just the way it is. Like you're you're not gonna get a co- like a cafe style coffee from a coffee pot in your hotel room. So like I get it. But now that I found that spot, mm-hmm. oh my god! And then I would wake up and I walked over before like the craziness of the day started. The whole resort was so quiet. Like this is such a peaceful moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked back to the room. You're still sleeping. I got you something i think or i got you pastries uh, I and mm-hmm. i got a chocolate muffin out of that trip yep yeah, yeah i mean it's pretty good yeah they didn't really have hot chocolate or could have brought a red stripe <laughs> at seven o'clock in the morning it's jamaica <laughs> it's true yeah wouldn't have known who to ask well i think i would go back i don't know mm-hmm. if i would go back from vancouver because that's a long it's a long trip to drive, or not to drive, to fly to Toronto and then mm-hmm. fly to Jamaica. I think under different circumstances, had we not traveled in a snowstorm, a lot maybe. of it would have yeah, been that, way maybe. smoother. Because your flight even to Toronto was delayed as well. Yeah. And you didn't get in until way later than you were expecting. Yeah. So, I mean, that whole situation, it was like Mother Nature knew every time we had to fly, it freaking snowed. But Every if, time. <laughs> but if I had to fly with um, a group of people, including 25 or 30 kids from all different ages, I would definitely I would pick, that one. pick that group. Yeah, of course. And all, all your friends. All, oh, yeah. Well, one of my favorite parts about the whole, I, I mean, the whole trip was I haven't spent more than three days with any of these people since I don't know when. Yeah. Like a long, long, long time. And they're also lucky because they get to see each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Whether they do or not, like they all have very busy lives and stuff. But mm-hmm. they're at least able to. Mm-hmm. So to be able to see them for a week straight was very, yeah. very nice. Also for you to get to mm-hmm. sort of meet no them more. in yeah. a more of a social setting than just a wedding in the summertime. Yeah, because that was the last time I met all of them. Saw yeah. Them. Yeah. Which is still a wonderful experience, but very quick as well. When you think about everything that was going on. Well, Ryan and Anja's wedding. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That might have been my favorite wedding until this past one. Now they've all been very nice. They've all been very nice. And, okay, so would we go back? Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, we would. Yes, we would. Would we go with those people? Yes. 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 Are we blessed? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, that's good for me. I mean, we gotta. We still need to sort out our name. Mm. Lionsgate Diaries. It might come up. That's kind of nice. It might come up in the next little bit. Yeah. Lionsgate Diaries. Once we get line, once we get the name down, then we're talking graphics. <laughs> then we're talking email address, merch, Spotify. Like that's when we. That's yeah. why I'm saying we gotta get this. <laughs> get it rolling. We gotta get the name yeah. figured out. All right, we'll figure it out. Figs and jigs, Lionsgate Diaries. Anyways. We'll figure out a name. Yes. All right. Well, this was a very lovely conversation about a very lovely vacation. vacation. Yeah. It was yeah. great. And in five or six years, when we go on our next vacation, <laughs> we, can <do laughs> right. another, we can do another podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's Until next time. Until next time. Thanks for coming out, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>